Storm Bowling Products, the Bowlers Company, presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Tim Berg and Kendall Miles. Above180.com's Tim Berg and Storm's web content manager and former collegiate bowler at Weber International University, Kendall Miles, are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Tim and Kendall. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Nate Garcia. Nate was recently named the new director of bowling for Lincoln Memorial University. Nate, it's Tim Berg and Kendall Miles here. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. All right. Well, you were just named the director of bowling at Lincoln Memorial University. You're leaving a position that you were currently in. You're, you got a lot of a uh, lot of things going on with yourself. Uh, but why was this something you decided was the right direction for you to go, and uh, and something you should be uh, be taking taking this position at this time in your uh, your bowling career and in your career in general? Well, um, I don't know if a lot of people knew this. I did make a post about it, um, but I was currently I was I was at Life University uh, for two years, both uh, myself and Elise Bolton and. Um, the program ended up shutting down. Um, you know, they didn't want to do uh, any more funding. Um, they just saw, you know, that they needed to go a different direction. Um, so from the staff, it wasn't necessarily anything that we did um, because we brought, you know, the highest GPA the bowling program's ever seen. Um, you know, we led a couple uh, Tier 1 events um, for a little bit. We had several people with um, all-tournament teams. So it wasn't necessarily anything that we did. Uh, they just decided to go a different direction. So that kind of left us with without a job um, for quite a while. Um, and then we saw the opportunity at LMU. Um, Jalen Scott Jones actually reached out to me because he was the GA uh, for about a year. And then he had to go back home. And he ends up calling me and says, hey, you know, I think this opportunity would be great for you. You should apply. So I did. I applied. And you know, we're here today and I couldn't be more happy of, you know, the staff there really taking a chance on myself and my fiance to bring uh, LMU back to what they know it's capable of. And we're just very excited. Um, I I always love to, I love to teach. I love to coach and elevate players to their potential. And I just saw this as a great opportunity for us to continue to do that. So big shout out to uh, Jalen Scott Jones. What a great guy he is. Uh, I do know him personally as well. He's a fantastic human being. So big shout out to him. Um, but I, if you don't mind elaborating on that, because I think that that's the best part of being a coach and of being a college coach is, you know, the the impact you're able to make on players and things like that. So tell us, you know, leaving college and, and being a player yourself, why college bowling? Why coaching college? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I think it's it's the pinnacle of, youth bowling uh right before you get into um the adult world the pba tour the the amateur tournaments the regionals and stuff like that that is where your career um takes a turn and goes to the next level and i've been so grateful you know to go to weber international for four years and learn all the things that i do uh that 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 i know and i want to give the same opportunity to a group of kids wanting to get better, wanting to take that next step into going into the professionals or the high amateur events. Uh, that's what I love to do is to, you know, elevate them. And if you don't have the proper coaching behind you and you go to, you know, a college and 
you know, I'm not discrediting any other colleges, but some colleges aren't as serious. And, you know, some, some of them are considered clubs and it's just them putting money together, try to throw something together and they go to tournaments. And that's not what I want my kids uh, at the college level to experience. I want them to experience, you know, what it takes to work hard and, you know, lift up that, that trophy uh, of nationals to win. Like it's, an experience that not very many players get to experience. And that's what I want to give them is, is that opportunity. And also on the NCAA side for the women, um, it's, it's going to be, you know, very interesting because we, we haven't been able to, um, I haven't been able to experience NCAA side and now to experience that with uh, my fiance going forward, um, it's going to be a whole different realm, and I'm very excited for that. Yeah, have you started to dive into some of the different, uh, different the intricacies of things and the rules and the regulations, the differences you guys are going to have to be be adhering to versus maybe what you're used to? And then um, that's uh, part one of the question. Part two, as a, as a Weber graduate, we always hear about the Weber way. How do you take things that you've learned at Weber – and make things into you know make things into your own and craft your own way you you could put it yeah i've definitely had to do that over the course of the years coaching and and just um getting you know along with fellow collegiate athletes i take in bits and pieces of what i've learned at weber and um the weber way is you know staying patient focusing on the process um you know taking one shot at a time and just experience that as a professional level like that goes a long way so you know, going through trial and error myself, uh, I'm able to, you know, preach that to the kids coming up. Um, so it's, it's just about patience, uh, being present in the moment, you know, not making anything, you know, bigger than it actually is. And then when it comes to the NCAA size, the rules and regulations are a lot more. Um, there's, there's quite a bit of rules that I was very, uh, unaccustomed to. So I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, getting it down and, and trying to understand and making sure that we, you know, do all the right things moving forward. But yeah, it's definitely a lot uh, coming from an NAI side now to NCAA. Um, but it's very exciting. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, you, cause you are still, you're in your mid twenties and you're quite a young coach, which is great to see because again, not as mean guys, you get older, you learn that knowledge and you're getting started at such a young age, which is great. So tell us a little bit of, of kind of what you've experienced, you know, and what you've learned now um, from coaching. You've been coaching for quite a few years now. Um, tell us a little bit, that you, some of the things that you might not have known when you first got into coaching that now is maybe valuable information that you can use moving forward. Yeah, um, definitely planning. Planning is the number one thing that I've noticed. Um, it's not as simple as, okay, let's make a phone call and let's go to this tournament. You know, we got a book like Slice, uh, Hotel, car pay for the entry get in touch with all the different coaches because there's so many collegiate events you know mapping out our driving schedule to make sure we go to tournaments that make sense and you know not overstress the athletes with back-to-back-to-back tournaments space it out um all of that in compliance uh, when it comes to you know traveling but then being on the other side of it because i was a collegiate athlete myself being on the coaching side um, I can't be as animate as I want to. I know Kendall uh, saw me bowl and I got pretty hyped up and was very excited Loved for, it. you know, I <laughs> was pretty excited for my fellow teammates. But, um, 
you know, I do get animate sometimes, but I have to know when to use it. I, I can't be, you know, 110% all the time and I'm also getting older. So I get tired a little bit easier. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's all about that and teaching the kids as well, you know, when to go through those highs and then get back to, you know, 80, 90%, um, staying there, not getting below, you know, we can't have the dips of low emotion and high emotion because our bowling's just going to be thrown off by that. Um, we're not paying attention all the time and that's going to lead to a lot of open frames. So, um, more patient and, uh, you know, learning when to be excited and when to get the team together and, you know, huddle them up and say like, Hey, you know, this is what we need to do. We don't need to panic and, you know, just continue to move forward. So after you graduated from Weber, has coaching always been something you were you were kind of leaning towards, or, or what were your plans, and or, or there some detours along the road that led you down the path you're at right now? Yeah, I would say coaching has always kind of been in my blood because um, as soon as I graduated from Weber International, I actually moved up to Indiana for about two years, and um, my fiance Elise Bolton, she got a coaching position for the Royal Penn Centers. Uh, back in 2017, 2018, and I was helping with her lessons a lot. And she was just the full-time coach for those uh, Royal Penn Centers, and I was able to assist. And I really liked it. I picked up pretty quickly. You know, I just passed on my knowledge that uh, that I obtained from Weber International and applied it, applied to, you know, older generation, younger generation. And I got a lot of great feedback. So that was something I definitely wanted to, you know, pursue and continue to grow in and then the, the two opportunities that I've been presented with life and LMU, you know, have been in my life and I've, I've enjoyed every minute of it. So, and it's also, you know, the, their collegiate season is also flexible with my bowling and, you know, Kendall knows how much I love bowling and love competing. And I'm always out there competing on the regional and national tour and, you know, for them to believe in me and bring me on as a coach and also allow me to pursue my dreams as a professional bowler. I, I can't ask for a better job in the world. That's kind of a two-part question for you there. So one being, you know, you're in a very, being so young, you're very close in age with some of these players. Now, of course, like you said, we are getting a little bit older. But when you first got started, when you were 22, 23 years old, again, you're very close to the age of these players. Does that play a part in helping and or hurting you to get through them? And then uh, and be, by big question of that, how much, relatability that could you play to them being a player being a professional bowler being a professional athlete bowling in college i will say that the age is sometimes a struggle because i would say they would want to be more your friend because they see you as a younger coach and you have to remind them that you know as a coach it would you know just like it would be me looking to dell like it's no different just because the age it shouldn't you know, make you feel like, oh, he's, you know, only 27 years old. I could be his friend. We're close in age. You have to respect, you know, your coach. And I even noticed that, like, some some of the kids call me by a first name. Like, no, it's Coach Nate. Like, I'm not, you know, your best friend or anybody that you go out on the weekends with. It's not like that. We have to maintain a professional um, relationship. But I feel like it's also um, something to my benefit because they see – day in and day out how hard I'm working on my own craft and they see the results that I'm putting out on the weekend, um, competing, bowling well, and just leading by example when it comes to the patients, you know, doing the process, staying in the moment, 
not getting too animated, um, all of that re- producing results kind of speaks for itself. So I, I hope that answered both of your questions. Yeah, I think I think it did. And then let's um, you talked a little bit about bowling, but if you could elaborate more about your plan to bowl, like you said yourself, as uh, someone who still has uh, has aspirations out there on tour, how, are, how have you thought about that balance of you bowling versus uh, your other responsibilities? And, and then um, and then, yeah, if you could share some of those with us. Yeah, I mean, I definitely take it very seriously, uh, bowling on the professional tour and also my job. I'm not going to, you know, put either in jeopardy. Um, it's a fine balancing act for sure. I do have to balance it a little bit. I know that with the NCAA schedule, I might uh, have to skip a couple of national events, but I still plan on bowling the bigger events, Masters, uh, World Series of Bowling, um, players at the beginning of the year. It's usually been at the beginning of the year. So, and then trying to fit, you know, other regionals or other national tournaments uh, that go along uh, with the women's and men's schedule throughout the year. So with that being said, and obviously, you know, you have a fiance getting ready to move and things like that. Is there any fear um, of, of maybe having to take your ball and taking a, a, a game on the back burner and being a head coach? You think there's a way for you to kind of have a delicate balance of both? Yeah, I definitely have a delicate balance of both. Um, I'm not too worried about it. Um, I still am very young in my career, and if I have to sacrifice a little bit of time, that's not a problem. But everything that I've been looking through schedule-wise, comparing both schedules, men, women, and my professional schedule, it hasn't really been a challenge yet. When that challenge does come about, I take my job very seriously, so I'm here for the kids. I'm here to help them grow, and I know that I'll still have time to be able to do the things that I do, even when it comes to the summer, because regionals happen during the off-season, so... If anything, um, I could always bowl the regionals and be very competitive in that realm as well. Have you given any thought or have you started giving some thought to recruiting and, and some of your the ways you're going to recruit some athletes uh, to your, your school? Yeah, absolutely. We, we had several people reach out as soon as the announcement was made. And it was a very you know uh, amazing feedback. Uh, I was very overwhelmed. And I, I plan on sending attending several recruiting events throughout the year and then throughout uh, the end of this coming season because we were brought on so late we were you know we just missed out on junior gold so that was a big one for us but it's okay we're looking to go back next year and have all that sorted out and I mean you guys have to see the campus in person I think it sells for itself I mean it's in the mountains of Tennessee it's beautiful the scenery is beautiful the campus is amazing the people there are you know they care about their athletes they care about their students their education and the bowling center is two minutes off the campus i I feel like it it might as well be on campus because of how close it is but the staff there is uh fantastic you know we have our practices closed off for about two and a half hours so the kids really get a lot of time in there we have specto we have torch we have everything that you need to succeed there already so it's all about just making that visit coming over and seeing what we're all about this is one question I love to, to ask quite often. And, and again, you've been through, you know, bowling in college, having a successful um, career yourself, you know, winning at the highest level, um, and then now, you know, coaching for many years. If you give a piece of advice for, let's just say, like 20 to 21-year-old Nate, you know, you're graduating college, or you want a huge tournament with your team, 
Um, you are getting ready to come to college, and now again, you're 27. You've been um, been around the block a little bit. What's the piece of advice that you would give to 20 to 21 year old Nate um, as he's exiting college and entering, you know, the next phase of his life? There was a lot of points where I didn't think that I was good enough, and I mean, I know that. I didn't give up, but if I had to tell him in those darkest moments, it's to never give up. And there's always, you know, the, there's always a brighter side to the end of the path. There was a lot of moments where I struggled about self-confidence and, and getting along with, you know, others and just not believing in myself, but it was all about not giving up and just keep pursuing your dreams and keep working at it and just enjoy the ride. Um, Cause I didn't think that senior year would ever come. And it did very fast. And I tell all the kids that I coach, if I could relive college bowling for another four years, I definitely would because it was one of the greatest times of my life. So never give up, follow your dreams, keep working hard and just enjoy it. Just enjoy the time you have with, you know, college bowling and your teammates. So LMU is under the SPI umbrella of teams there and one of the sponsors, you guys, how does that play into things? And can you just kind of wrap things up as far as what it means to be part of part of the storm family when it comes to equipment and the support you get on your end to, to make sure, you know, as you get started and, and how that'll just kind of even, even was probably frankly a selling point for you uh, accepting the uh, position. Oh, absolutely. I mean, storm is the greatest brand in the world. Their, their support has been absolutely amazing, not only for myself, but for the programs that me and Elise have been under. Um, they're always willing to help no matter what we need. Uh, and the, the national staff, including myself, and being able to bring in pros uh, on their own time, you know, wanting to help the kids uh, come for a visit. And, and they take, you know, two days out of their hectic schedule just to come and work with us is unbelievable and i couldn't ask for a better family behind us i couldn't ask for uh, better teammates to be behind us it's it's a dream come true and i'm forever grateful for storm and all the family there and we can definitely say here man as, as myself rep- representing storm i want to say that we truly are excited to see what you can do for this program um i mean i, I there's very few people i've met in my life um that is more passionate about the sport of bowling um, between you and your fiance, and you know, again, with you playing success on so many different levels, you know, I'm very happy, and I'm very, I'm looking forward to a lot of these students being under your tutelage um, of that program. So, you know, here at Storm, wish nothing but the best. We know you're going to do great things. Just a matter of time when it's going to happen. Um, and again, we we support you 100% and whatever we could do for you, man. And uh, and yeah, we're definitely looking forward to everything you guys can accomplish with that program and with your own personal bowling. Yeah, thank you so much. And, and you know, like I said, LMU uh, is, you know, we're picking up the pieces right now, but don't be surprised when we're, you know, one of the top teams in the nation very soon. I know these kids are going to work very hard to accomplish their dreams and goals, and I am just, you know, here to support them and here to help them through that. And like I said, I can't thank you guys enough, you know, for taking the time to talk with me, taking the time to support us through our journey. It truly means a lot, and it makes this whole process a lot easier. So thank you guys so much.